Hello, TSF family. We wanted to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast and for your hard work to love yourself more and for your feedback. Can you believe it's been three years that we've been doing this spiritual fix and it has been such a beautiful labor of love for Anna and me. We have loved doing this work. We've loved hearing from you and we love exploring ourselves and each other alongside our listeners. We wanted to put out the call for three ways that you can help support us to support you. One, we would love you to leave us a review on iTunes or follow us on Spotify. Two, drop us an email and let us know how much the podcast means to you. And three, you can donate monthly or even just once to our PayPal patronage. Every little bit helps and we are so grateful to those of you who have donated already. Thank you. You help make this podcast possible. Thanks, y'all. You can go to our website, www.thisspiritualfix.com for information on how to pledge as well as to email us. This Spiritual Fix presents TSF Shorts. A potluck of preludes between episodes. Hello, TSF family. Today on our short, we are going to be talking about the fact that I just quit my job as well as different reading and inner monologues. Enjoy. Hi, Anna. Hey, Christina. How are you? I am physically exhausted and I can't wait to go to bed. So I'm going to be a little bit more subdued in this episode because I worked out three times today. It's just crazy. I I went, I didn't like, I didn't have any patience today. So I went to a class at the gym with like sprints and weights and BOSU balls and crazy crap. It's like really fun. And then I went to the pool with my kids and it was so hot. So I swam laps for 30 minutes because I got waterproof headphones, which was so fun. So I'm listening to a podcast while I'm swimming laps. Like how good does that get? That's it was the height of civilization right there. Yeah, I know. Waterproof headphones. And I'm listening to a wonderful podcast on literacy in America and how so many kids are illiterate. Because they basically, they made this reading technique that was like discovered in quotes in New Zealand in the late 70s, 80s. And they thought it was a great reading technique. So it spread like through the US like wildfire. And turns out it's like the worst fucking strategy ever. It's for non-proficient readers versus proficient readers. And it might be like the reason why so many children don't read or enjoy books is because they struggle. And they're just now realizing it with science that this doesn't work. And we've inundated our teachers with this method. So I'm listening to that podcast. It's really interesting. My kids listen to it when I'm in the car and it's hilarious because they'll quote, they'll quote it. Oh my God. That's so interesting. And and they're just like, this is a very bad reading strategy for non-proficient readers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's the bad type is, is it's my understanding that it's structured. It's called structured. It's cueing. So cueing. Okay. There's phonetic. You teach kids to like the summary of the whole podcast. There's like so many politics and and capitalism and all sorts of things behind the scenes that I won't get into. But the gist of it is there's like two methods of teaching children to read or three. One is you let them just have at it and they figure it out. Okay. That may or may not work. Number two is phonetic where they sound out the words. And the third is cueing or guessing where basically like, let's say the word is meaningful, like some big word. It starts with an M 
and and the word meaningful would make sense in the context of that sentence. So like the child can guess that the word is meaningful. But the truth of it is, is that a large percentage of proficient readers don't even get it right when they guess. So guessing is a poor strategy, but they've been teaching children guessing. And so they don't actually learn to sound out the words. It's very interesting. And a lot, a lot, a lot of parents are shocked when they like actually sit down. And it happened a lot during the pandemic that a lot of parents, when they sit down and ask their child to read or have them spell, they're shocked that their fourth grader is at such a low reading level. They're like absolutely stunned. And the pandemic made this very evident because a lot of parents were working with their kids at home because they're doing online stuff. And they're like, holy shit, my kid doesn't actually even know how to read well. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you knew Barbara Bush's younger son. She discovered he was illiterate when he was like in third grade or somewhere around there. So the Bush administration really pushed for this reading program mm-hmm. because she realized that the schools were failing the children. And anyways, it's a great podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. And that's my day. And that's all I'm contributing to today's episode. Probably. Well, no, I, I and I have, I have some, uh, it's interesting because I've, you know, I've been looking at, at, reading too and and really switching because of this because of discovering this I got stuck and I got it wasn't stuck it was a beautiful moment of grace that I went to that part of TikTok the whole like different types of literacy and so now I've gone really really strongly into teaching my kids phonetics who would have guessed that hooked on phonics the like commercials the hooked on phonics commercials that I used to watch all the time when I was a kid about like learning to read are like they had it right but there's also this really interesting thing. I think we've mentioned it on the path on the podcast in the past, but you you tell me if I'm honest, Anna, about the fact that there's a large percentage of the country that doesn't or not the country of the world who doesn't have an inner monologue. Like something like 40% of people don't have an inner monologue. You told me that, but I think your source was TikTok, so who knows. No, no. I I've since read actual legitimate articles that oh, says really? the same thing. But there's this really fascinating guy on TikTok at the moment who is teaching himself to read as an adult and his inner monologue has shown up. Very interesting. Well, you know what? That's very fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. My inner monologue, I remember when my inner monologue showed up, I was like two or three and I taught myself to read at three. So I'm in that small percentage of kids who can figure it out by themselves. I was three years old and I do remember when I, my inner monologue began, I think I was about three years old. I remember walking down a hallway in my home before I would just walk down the hallway. I can't explain it, but the brain was empty and I'm just walking down the hallway. And now I hear in my voice, I'm walking down the hallway. And it was like, before I can't explain it. It was, I, I, I remember being shocked because before it was just emptiness. It was just like, I'd walk from one room to the next, not, there was no inner dialogue about it. But like I had this, this voice came in and it's like, I'm walking down the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, uh, fucking it, it's shit. it's so, it's so interesting. And it's also really interesting to watch this guy. We, I will we'll link him in the show notes because the, the kind of distress that he is feeling over experiencing an inner monologue and like having all these thoughts and like, it's, it's very, very apparent that he is feeling a significant amount of distress. Like, I think that he's like, it's like his world is opening up and he's feeling curious, but it, you know, you can say that he's just like, I, he even says like, I'm overwhelmed by this experience of like having this voice in my head that's asking questions. And now I can go anywhere and do anything. And I just think it's like a, 
it's a really fascinating look at things because, you know, I, I think that people who do have an inner monologue tend to think, oh, well, you know, aren't we so great? But maybe we are actually what do you mean aren't we so great i fucking hate it (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah there was another one that i love you i love you i love you there was another she's saying that to herself everybody there was another another podcast that was talking about this experience of this guy getting this inner monologue and it was really interesting because they were talking about the the correlation between an inner monologue and they took it a step further and said that it had to do with the ability to critically think and uh-huh. one of the things is they they gave a really good parenting technique that I've literally used in the 24 hours since I heard it, which is the sports caster. And the sports caster is the one who basically like, like this morning, you know, it was, maybe it was last night, my daughter broke, she ripped my son's map. He has like this whole book full of maps and she ripped his map in half accidentally accidentally and she and she says all the time but it was an accident and I'm like and and you know my son's sitting here like really upset about this and I was like and so I did sportscaster I was like okay Lyra can you understand how your brother didn't want you to mess with that he told you not to mess with it you came over and you accidentally ripped it in half and as a result of that you can see how he's very upset and would you, you know, and if you were to put yourself in the same situation, if you were to have like a stuffy or something that you care about and, and the exact same thing. And I like did the whole story, like a sportscaster, like, Hey, sports cat, you know, like this happened, then this happened, then this happened. I was like, can you understand how he feels and what you would want somebody to say? And it's like supposed to be this like ability to just create the critical thinking of cause and effect within your, your kids' minds to understand especially when emotional responses happen in a better way so it was you know just she did it thing. on purpose right yeah i do <laughs> yeah. you don't ac- accidentally tear a map in half <laughs> no it was really fragile so she could have just picked it up and it had something on the other side and it ripped in half but yeah so i do that but i didn't call it sports caster but you know what i do a lot of that really what? works with kids what this something like a sports caster but I don't know what you'd call it, like narrator. Like they wouldn't let me brush their fucking teeth when they were little. So I'd be like, it's mommy dentist time. And I'd lay them on the floor and I pretend to be a dentist and I would just talk out what I'm doing. And I'm like, and then the dentist reaches for the whatever. And it was so stupid, but they would love it. And they would let me do it. And then like my niece, I took care of her for a week while my brother and his wife were out of town and she refuses to let them brush her hair. Like it's just this thing and she fucking hates it. And the... I pretend that I was a, okay, she's obsessed with pirates. I was, I would pretend that I'm a salon owner and I'm like, welcome to the pirate salon where we do pirate hairstyles. And then I would just be brushing her hair and be like, and I'm brushing your hair. And this is a pirate hairstyle. It was not a pirate hairstyle. It was too cute little pigtails with bows (laughs) but I'd be like and the pirate hairstylist is brushing her hair and she just let me do it because I was narrating it was so whatever it worked but it was play that's the whole point I feel like oh it's play okay right it's I'm not even thinking it's play I'm like I'm just narrating some bullshit (laughs) no you're you're playing imagination with them and because you're joining them I feel like that's a really important part of that. It was so, so I just watched hook with my kids the other day and I of course enjoyed it like significantly more than they did. But you know, it was like that amazing scene in that movie where he like, he's starving and everybody else is eating because everyone else is just playing and like 
it's just a game, but the game in Neverland makes it real. So like there's no food and it's only when he starts believing that they're food and playing in the game, can he eat? Oh, that's so cool. That gave me chills. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of play, I quit my job. Yes. Congratulations. (laughs) I feel like I should have sent you something like a, it's, it's more, but it's better than a housewarming. It's like a life warming. (laughs) It's a life warming. That's what it is. Yeah, no, it it was funny. Everything kind of petered out in its own way. Like even at work, everyone was like, you're, are you still here? And I was like, no, I'm gone. (laughs) I was like, I just kind of like slipped out the back door and I'm kind of okay with that. Um, Is your boss left too? So that just made it so weird, right? Well, I was like, that was a bang. And I was like a little, you know, kind of thing. But I did, I did my closing text to like all the people who I worked with before we had this merger was I I left the movie, the, the song Space Oddity by David Bowie. And that was like my, I just like backed out the door and I was like, this is ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> 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 it was my weirdness coming out. It's a British company too, so it kind of worked out. But yeah, I basically am now full-time doing my energy healing and reading. And so y'all might see me more on social media, maybe more on this spiritual fix and also more. Yeah, on my- go follow her TikToks. They're a little more out there than our spiritual fix TikToks, but they're good. <laughs> <laughs> if you can believe it. I'm if you start- can <laughs> listen to this show, you can watch her TikToks. <laughs> I'm going to start to do more like skits and different things like that, that but- are like I love to do, but take more time to like to write and produce. But we so, should yeah. all give you a round of applause that you're able to quit your day job and fund it and like replace that income just with psychic readings. This is amazing. I know it's amazing. It's amazing. And I, and I, and I do fashion myself for people who like aren't totally up the psychic readings thing as like a intuitive life coach. It's kind of, that's, that's a lot of what I do in in a lot of ways. It's like shadow work. And then we also like, I've, you know, I've mentioned it in the past, but I'm doing these practicums where it's like, if you have a greater goal, that you're trying to accomplish. It's not just a matter of like, I'm going to give you a list of everything you need to do every day. It's like, yo, how can we like bring your dream state into this? And how can we like have a guided meditation to like, look at all your self-rejection and things like that. So it like, it uses a lot of the tools of the things that we've talked about on TSF and then a lot of other stuff that I brought into it. So it's like, it's cool. It's really fun. I literally can't believe that I'm like able to do this in my life. It feels like a moment of like, it's amazing. Holy shit. So, and I am lucky because I've been getting all this therapy from you for years for free. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am coaching, (laughs) but I've also received your coaching for free in exchange. Which, what is mine? Mine is like, yeah, so and so is an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) No, what did you say the other day that was like so amazing? Oh yeah, no, it was it was it was this is this is an interesting thing, is that like, you know, Luke, my husband is, you know, I was like, I I definitely have had the whole feels around it of like, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to do this. And so I'm like, Luke, you gotta go back to work. And he's a homemaker. He he homeschools the kids. Like he already has like two jobs. I had, you know, I, I had like three jobs before. Now I have two jobs uh, with the podcast and, and the business and then plus all the other stuff. But it was interesting. You gave me really good advice today of like, or you just gave me a good reflection, which was that like, there's a part of me that is 
wondering how the shift in power is going to happen now that I'm not making like a totally, you know, like I'm kind of going into the self-employed territory. I feel like you always do a really good job of helping me reflect. I'm just going to praise you for a little bit. While Thank you. The, the Leo in me is, is purring. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you always give me just really kidding. good perspective about it. And that's, and that's, but that's what I love, right. Is that we like can see each other in that different way. But yeah. So if you guys ever wanted to do a reading with me, I'd really appreciate it now. That would be awesome. I'd love to meet you. (laughs) Yeah. There's an ad at the end of the episode, which will give you details about any discounts that are going on too. So, yeah. So it's really interesting because with this shift, it has put into great perspective, many of my mother, I always say that my money wound, my money wound guys, M-O-N-E-Y wound have been put into stark relief because it takes a lot of mind shift to go from a regular old employee place into being self-employed and being a business owner, which of course, Anna, you can talk about, right? Like, you know, that kind of shift, it's a big mentality shift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine was different. Well, maybe it wasn't too different because I, my desire to start my own thing was born from complete frustration with management. I don't know if that's your story, but I was, that was some of it for sure. But yeah, I love my, so it's not like a career change. Whereas you feel like yours is like a total change. Mine wasn't a career change. It was just, I don't want to have a boss anymore. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And so that's, that's one of the things that I like, we're going to be talking about the money wound next week. And I've talked, I've thought a lot about what y'all hear in there is like, we, we talk about some different, different archetypes of the money wound. And I've thought a lot about my archetype in relation to this whole thing. Cause I have a, a kind of a great fear of, of something falling through some rug getting pulled out from underneath me. And when you do that, you kind of cling on to things pretty tightly. And that is reflected in what we talk about next week with the money wound episode. Yeah, I, we're excited to start that one and then we'll work on more. It, it, but this season, delete. This season, we're going to introduce you to the money wound. And then next season, we're going to talk about healing it because it's such a big one for a lot of people. Yeah. And we're yeah. just doing lots of personal research. It takes time for us to process it. And we're being gentle with ourselves and allowing y'all to be gentle with yourself and and doing the awareness part of everything and then moving into the healing aspect. So. You see how much more buff I am? You're totally buff. Seriously. I, I, I can tell. I'm really impressed. I I have, oh my God, that one, especially you're like super buff. Yeah. Wow. I've, I've put on like 10 pounds of muscle. That's so, that's really cool. Good for you. Fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for this short, Anna. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this TSF short. We would love to hear a comment from you, not just a rating on iTunes, but a comment or to follow us on Spotify. We get a lot of interesting information and it helps people find us. Thanks so much. Bye. And remember, humility, gratitude, acceptance, done. Hello, TSF family. It's Christina here. 
In our journey of self-discovery, Anna and I have explored numerous tools and processes, just as many of you have during this TSF journey with us. The community of beautiful souls we've connected with both energetically and in reality is truly awe-inspiring. Thank you for being a part of it. Now, I invite you to join me this fall in 2023 for my Zoom course, Redeeming Your Inner Villain Transformation Circle. Over the past year, I've channeled and undergone a transformational journey in redeeming my inner villainy, which I'll talk about later this season. But we'll be shifting in this course, our perspective to recognize our role in villainizing the aspects of ourselves that perpetuate the drama triangle, both internally and externally. This process has enabled me to unravel and love parts of myself that once villainized, my neurodivergence, my maladaptive behaviors, among other things. Embark on this journey of self-love with me. I am currently offering free 30-minute exploration calls for those interested in this opportunity or who just want to catch up. Visit www.chriswilsey.com and click begin my quest to schedule your call. And remember, our TSF family receives a special 10% discount on this course when you choose to sign up. Join me in redeeming your inner villain and embracing self-love like never before. Don't miss this chance to transform your perspective and your life. Visit www.chriswiltsy.com today. Thanks y'all. Let me tell y'all a riddle. There are four girls and four apples in a basket. Every girl takes an apple, yet one apple remains in the basket. How is this possible? The answer, one girl took the basket. She took the last apple while it was in the basket. Sometimes all it takes is a perspective shift. This is my specialty, y'all, and I am opening up two spots in the next two months for dedicated journeyers to work with me to find peace, purpose, and most importantly, perspective. In these journeys, we co-create a curriculum that suits your current blocks, goals, and needs, and we use all the tools, shadow work, books, fiction, remote viewing, intuition, meditation, guided journeys, energy healing, dreaming techniques, you name it, we do it, and all to achieve a commonly held set of objectives. And if you're interested in hearing more, Book a free call with me at www.chriswilty.com forward slash discover.